We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Yeah, let's kick it off, man. Welcome to the show, Chin. How you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. I just woke up from a nap. So. <laughs> I feel well rested. Keeping it real already for a full rest. No, I, it was actually a nap. I woke up at like 4 a.m. today and I couldn't sleep, so I like took a nap or a, a couple hours ago. Hmm. Well, usually what we do on here is we talk about the beginning of the season, your last year going into this year. Now, a lot of times you have people who started off on franchise teams. Yours is a little bit different, obviously, right? So. Um, just talk me through like the off season, what your plans are going into the year. Obviously, you knew it was going to be franchise. What you're trying to do, and uh, basically your process. So um, I didn't play for a little bit during Black Ops Four in like the middle of the season after uh, I got like let go from E6 because we just couldn't come to like an agreement on the contract. So I didn't play for a while because I was trying to get back on a pro league team, but that just never worked out. And then. I decided I was going to play for champs of BO4 because I was like, I can't just not play for six months, you know? Mm-hmm. So I uh, I was still grinding like every day on my stream and stuff, even without like competing technically. But I uh, went to champs like with uh, my team. It was Tommy, Lenny, uh, Proto and Exceed. We got like top 12, I would say. We could have got top six. I felt like we had a really good team, but it just... I don't know, just like a, a lot of chokes that just came down to it, honestly. And then uh, going into this year, I knew I wanted to try to be a starter for a team, but I knew it probably wasn't likely just because like how my last year kind of went, how like it was like, it was actually really tragic. Like yeah. I literally didn't really get to play at all, but um, I knew I wanted to be a starter. And if I had to go like the sub route, then I would do that. And then, um, I had a couple offers from a couple different teams. Like, I was actually 
about to join like the phase like academy team. I was about to join that team, but then um, I got an offer from Optic, and then I was like, I'm just gonna go with Optic just because <clears throat> I I don't know. I just have a lot of good friends on that team, and mm-hmm. I felt like it was probably my best opportunity to maybe get a chance to start. Well, that's true. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that that was smart playing your enemy and getting a chance to play. Why do you think like throughout your career you've been so like underestimated, underrated? Like even when you've won events, why do why do you think that is? Because I never truly understood it. So I'm wondering, you know, from the horse's mouth, like what you think it is. I think honestly, it might it might be just because like the way I am. I would say I'm not like an aggressive person. Uh, I don't. I, I I try not to trash talk. I I used to be a big trash talker when I was younger. I used to really <laughs> like doing that. But I don't know. As I've gotten older, I've kind of just uh, I guess you could say more humble. And I feel like another thing too that's really not helped me along the way is I've always been kind of a guy who's been to himself. I'm not like the guy who was always like playing tens or hanging out with a lot of other people on calls late night and stuff like that. So. Like, I only have my my close friends that I've teamed with before, you know, like Slasher and then uh, Kenny, Lamar, like people that, like, know how good I am and see, like, you know, see what type of player I can be for a team. But, like, it's like other people didn't really know that. You know, they kind of just knew me off of maybe what others said. And so if, like, others were like, I'm lazy or something like that, then that's just, like, going off that, so... I mean, I I will say that as my in the time that we did spend together, even though it wasn't long, um, you were actually like a, a refreshing pleasure to have on the team. Like actually, for real, just like Cheen got on every single day and was going hard regardless of like a lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes. I will say that people don't ever see and will not know. But like mm-hmm. Cheen would get on every single day and at least attempt to go hard when other people weren't and try like trying his ass off every single day. So it was like it was refreshing having Cheen on the team. And I've teamed with Cheen before in the past too. So I actually know that he's a lot better than people give him credit for. And like people always say like the vibe thing, which actually is I don't know how much I believe that. Like the whole like, oh, he just brings the vibes to the team. To me that devalues him as a player. Yeah. I've always like he it's just like, brought the like, vibes. That's exactly. that's totally shit. Like you like you're a good search and like an actually talented search and destroy player where a lot of people truly are not. You don't like get smoked in the respawns. I don't know. There's a lot that you bring to a team that I don't that I don't think that people actually give you credit for. It's probably also hard, Gene, because I know a lot of players who've run into this problem. I've run into it before. We're like, you're the player who you always do your job. You you don't like super excel in one part unless you have the teammates around you to allow you to excel in one role. But so you run a ton of roles throughout the life cycle of a Call of Duty because you're always on those like makeshift scrap teams. So you're never really in a position to like shine a lot. Do you feel like that's kind of how like your career is and, and it puts you in a tough spot like because you're always switching roles doing what needs to be done for the team um yeah i would say that was another thing that's probably like uh one thing that kind of holds me back is um i like to be like the main ar player like that's the thing i like to do obviously i, I don't mind running flex like if i have another talented ar with me like i've done it before um but i feel like that's one thing that's definitely something that's kind of held me back was like, I'm willing to do, like, whatever for the team. Like, I'm not the type of person who's like, I'm only going to do this. I'm not letting anybody take it from me, you know? So, like, if the team's like, or if somebody's, like, uncomfortable, like, I can't run a trophy. Like, I can't do it. I'll be like, I'll, I'll do it. Like, yeah, like yeah. or, like, somebody's like, like, I remember in Sloss in Black Ops 3, 
<laughs> he, um, he would just be like super uncomfortable. Like if we didn't have a flash in or if we, uh, a team was really good with the M8, he was like, oh, we got to ban it. And, like I was never the guy I was like, what? No, you can't do that. I was always just like, whatever, like help the team I would do. And like, I would try my best to like master it or do it like the best way I can. Have you considered changing that like a uh, train of thought just for, you know, excelling at a cert- at a single role and putting yourself in a position to like prosper on a team. Have you thought about changing sort of your perspective on that? Um, I feel like the one time I ever actually really did that was in World War Two. Honestly, that was like I ran a like uh, AR. Yeah, I ran an AR mm-hmm. most of that game. Um, and then like when me and Lamar were teaming together, like. I would like he would run the AR on some maps and I would on uh and then like I would run it on other maps but most of the time the videos went like it would just be me running it. So it was always like I I ran the main AR pretty much all of World War Two and that was like my best COD sides like like Black Ops three I would say was I was really good at too. Like those are two of the games that ran main AR the whole time and I was really good at both of them. And I feel like games were I like really focus on myself more than others. Like is where I can like really shine. But that's the thing is like I I, I get to an I get into a mindset where like if we're not winning, I need to do something else to like make sure we're like you know getting to that point. But like I feel like that has kind of helped me back because like then like it, it could not even be that you know it could be just be like if I keep playing the same way yeah uh, and trying to help other people figure it out we'll get it done. But eventually it's just like. I'm trying to help other people, everybody else on my team be better, and then it looks like I'm just playing like ass. Yeah. Did I mean, you run? Did you run main AR on your Black Ops? Like, so the you were on G2 to start Black Ops 4, correct? Yeah. Did you run? You didn't run main AR on that team, did you? Um, I did at the Pro League qualifier. See, I there's, there's switch. So up. like, <laughs> yeah. So like, at Vegas for that game, uh, we were completely ass. Like, <laughs> we were probably the worst team there by far before we like made a change, and. Uh, when we made well, we made a change like right before the event where I became like our main SOG. Like I don't know why, but you went nobody from main else. Yard of main SOG. Yeah, yeah. I was I was main AR. <laughs> like, yeah, for the whole That's time. That's the problem, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was I was main AR the whole time up until like a week before Vegas, and I was like, like, nobody on the team was happy. Nobody on like we couldn't win at all. Like we were literally losing every single map in scrims. And so I was like, I'll just take the SOG. Like, I don't care. And I took the SOG and we became way better. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, like I don't understand. Like, what, what was going on when somebody else was running a SOG, like, compared to me? Like, we still weren't that great. But, I mean, it made us a little better for the event. And I think we got, like, top 16 or something there. So it was, like, it was way better than I expected. I thought we were probably going to get last because we were completely ass, But... Yeah, so that's yeah, definitely then, been a huge issue in your career, Chena's, like, switching roles and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, like, isn't it hard for people to understand, like, what role to pick you up for if if you switch all the time? I guess, I guess, I mean, people could see it as a positive, right? Like, you can technically run anything, but yeah. for someone that you want to be your main AR, it's like certain people are just known to be an AR player, you know what I mean? So you just pick them up knowing yeah. that that's the role they're going to fill. Yeah, and it's I don't like know if, if it's between Assault and Chino, you go, yeah. you need a main AR, it's like, I guess I go assault, you know, exactly. but, but mm-hmm. realistically, it's like you guys are probably very comparable skill level and you might bring, you know, some pros in search where he doesn't. It's just weird to think about because you haven't ran the same role the whole time. Like, is that something you want to change going forward? For yeah, sure? I mean, I, w- I would definitely like to be a, 
I'm in AR like the whole time I play. Like any like if I if I start next year or like if I get on like I become a starter for another team, I would definitely want to be them in AR. But like obviously, I I wouldn't mind being a flex. Like that's just like those are like the two roles. Like I want to be main AR first. Like that's what I want to do. But if not, I like I don't mind being the flex player. Hmm. All right. Well, I think we're talking about roles, so let's talk about this game. So you get, you know, a big opportunity to join Optic. Um, how'd that go down? Like when they were moving you up to starter, etc. Um, it was it was kind of like I like I remember we were like kind of talking about it, like maybe we could put you in for like maybe like search and stuff like that. And then eventually that ended up just dying down and then it got to a point where the team they didn't place well in like an online tournament, I think. It was like the first first one that was online. They didn't do too well. Then after that, they were like, hey, like, we think that we should put you in. We're going to try to make a change with the team, see if it will, like, help us. And, yeah, that's, I mean, they, it, my doctor hit me up. He's like, hey, uh, we're going to put you in. We want to try it out, see how it goes. Were you, like, worried about, like, uh, coming into, like, such a broken team at all? Mm, I, I wasn't really too worried because, like, obviously for me, it's like it's an opportunity. <laughs> like, I, I can't – it's not like I can just, like, fix the team immediately or anything like that. It was just this is my time to try to show how good I am and how much I can help a team. And I felt like I was kind of like a good person for the job at that time. How and – it made sense, right? And then the yeah. very first tournament you played, can you talk about the first tournament you played with with the team? Like the one where you guys ended up, I guess, getting second? Yeah. So before that event, we weren't doing too well on scrims. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were still getting smoked. People were, it was still kind of like complaining. And then I, don't, I think we got smoked in one scrim. And then I was just sitting in the call. It was like me, uh, John, and I think like Brandon and Teej or something. And it was like, we were waiting for a second scrim. So like people wanted to go get food and stuff. And I remember <laughs> Reddit was like, man, let me just run the smoke. And I was like, I don't care, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I don't care, bro. You can do whatever you want. So he started running the smoke and we went to the event. I think we lost our first match and I think everybody's like really bummed about that, but we knew that it was like, like, fuck, we just choked. Like, damn. And then we just, I don't know, after that, we got on the next day and we went on like a 9-0 map count run or something. To like finals, so that was pretty awesome. And then even in finals, it was like, I felt like we had that, a... Choked that S&D. Yeah, yeah, we, we choked the S&D bad, and then I felt like we still had a chance in the respawns that we just weren't as prepared, I guess you could say, as them. But, yeah, I mean, that's just what happened. We, <laughs> we, we, we played like shit and scrims, and then we went to the tournament, and we actually played really well. So my neighbor just started blaring music, by the way. Can you guys hear that? I, get nah, I can't hear anything. I can, Man, I need I to get like sound really Wait, that. you can hear it? I got to I'd have to turn it up like I'm here. standing in front of the door of a club right now. So sorry, Jack, I had to adjust that. Wait, what time is there? 8.18? It's time, bro. Time my neighbor, my neighbor <laughs> bangers. she's a music artist, so she records songs and shit. She's actually elite, so she thinks. I think she thinks it annoys me because she gets really mad at me for doing podcasts and stuff. She knocks on my wall. So this is her getting back at me for doing my podcast at 8 p.m., so whatever. <laughs> oh, I Anyways, do hear it. Yeah, oh. it's loud, bro. 
It's I can't do MCA <laughs> chat because uh, it's uh, it's not copyrighted. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so where we're at Chin with like the the first event. Um, so you guys are like pretty solid off the jump. Like you're probably hyped because you came in and the team just got way better. What do you think that their like problem was before you were there? Like, uh, and when you're on the team, like, do you think that problem persisted? Like, what was it? I would just say that um, a big problem on like our team when we were playing was it was just like low effort, like all the time. Like it would just be like, like it was like we would like talk about something and then the next day we would just like not do what we talked about. Mm. And then we, it was just like constantly like that all the time. And it would just be people getting frustrated. And I remember, like I said, we weren't doing too well on scrims. And then at the tournament, it was like we started doing everything we were saying. It was clicking. It was great. And then after the tournament, it was even still the same. We were still, like, we started practicing well. We started giving a lot of effort. And, like, I thought we looked really good going into the next tournament, um, which we ended up, like, I think getting fourth at. But it was like, I I really felt we could have won that tournament. But I was just, I don't know. We just didn't. Yeah, John. So then, I was gonna up? say, I was gonna say, John. Like you were part of the team, like at the time. Like, what was the dynamic with with Chino? Like, no, was it- I mean, I well, you gotta remember. So we picked up Chin, and the practice wasn't great. But then we like, I don't know, right before turned around and got second in the tournament, in a tournament that they actually probably should have won. They got one v two map two to go up two zero. Yeah, I got fired right after that. <laughs> so I was like, after they got second, I got fired, and apparently, like. Still, things were like still on the way up. That's what Gene's saying, and they got top four. It was like, it was things were looking up for the team. I have to say, they got top four regardless. And then, I I don't know what happened after that point where they got to top four. I think you guys had might have had a break. I don't think you guys played the very next tournament after that. Did you? No, we didn't. We so had you guys had like a break. month break, right? And yeah. when they got back from the month break, that's when they got absolutely slaughtered. After that, yeah, so I, what through, happened through that time? that time there's no yeah we have no idea what happened i don't know if it was just practice for you guys sheen or yeah like if the um, team was still not getting would, along in game i would say between that time we or so we had we had that tournament where we got fourth and then we took like a week off or something because like it was like we don't play for a month so like everybody's chill you know we grinded hard the past like month and a half let's just take a little break and then uh we'll come back you know and then I I don't know what happened. Like we got it, we started getting on, and it was like, again, just it felt like I would just join the team again. There was just no effort. There was like, it was like I don't know. It was like it felt like we were doing so much, and literally getting nothing in return, like for a whole three weeks. And so weird. and it was like, I don't know. It it sucked really bad because like I felt like I was like, I was I was really trying to improve and get better because like. Obviously, I got people on my case like, oh, he still like has a point eight, point nine, whatever. Like, like Cap would have dropped the same stats and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, they need to drop him for somebody better. So in my mind, I'm like, I got to go hard. I got to get better. Like, I know we can win tournaments. I know how good we are. Like, if we're all just trying, we're actually going to do really well, you know? But um, I don't know. It's just... Uh, just no effort in practice. No effort leads to, uh, you saw a bad play. So, This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, 
golden goal. Messi takes everybody on. Messi has got it! From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. 2-0 and is... From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair. Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall, the teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars, and that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal, soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire. Yeah, you guys were great. I mean, I'm looking at some of the wins right now. You get some big wins. And then even the semifinal you guys lost was like a game five. You could have won that series. That was like the the map two where like Kenny died to, I think it was Weskin top window. Like that changes everything if he wins that. Like it's just, it's crazy. And then a month goes by, you guys get cooked. And you get dropped like was that unexpected you think for you what were you expecting to get uh placed back on the bench or what so what happened after the last event was we we planned on just like benching dashi and then why though why though first oh yeah sure uh so what happened was is we felt like he wasn't really giving effort in practice like so like it's not like he was like he wasn't late. He was always there on time, and but the thing is, is like when we would be practicing, people would be talking to him or like talking towards him. Like, there was one case where I even was like, "Okay, we probably should have done this and that." Like, what do you think? And he just like ignored me, and it was I I, I don't know I I I don't want to say that like maybe it's just like. He didn't. He didn't want to like not want to try, but it was maybe like he probably didn't see the potential we had, and I think that was just one thing that really hurt me. Was like I felt like sometimes people didn't see that I was actually a good teammate. They just they just thought we were a lost cause and whatever you know. And it's not that I don't know. It, it, that was basically the main reason. Was like you can't get on for practice every day. And just not care. And that's what it kind of felt like. So the team thought maybe this was um, the best thing that we could do was benching him and then trying to find somebody who, like an am, obviously, that wants to give it their all and try to show up big, you know? Yeah. So I practiced with them with uh, Draza for a couple of days and then Hollow for a couple of days. And then I thought we were set on picking up Hollow and we were just going to roll with that, you know? But... Next thing you know, I'm looking at Baskin Robbins drive through, <laughs> getting a call from my boy Eric. And next thing you know, I was on the bench and I was like, damn, I can't even enjoy the shake now. That's, crazy. But, that's how it oh, goes. Did you, ever, did you ever get any sort of warning on the team that you were the one that, that's about to get dropped or you just showed up, practiced, and then got the call? No, I mean, I never, I never got a warning or anything like that. I think it was kind of like, like those, those are my boys on that team. I don't think they would just like do me dirty unless it was just like a spur of the moment type of thing, you know. Like Austin's really honest with me. He would, he's like my closest friend. I don't think he would just be like, I, I don't think he would literally make me practice with people 
just to be like, hey, you're fucking out of here. You know, like it's just I weird think it though was, the way it, it was, was kind done. of like last second, like hey, we should probably pick up both these guys, see how we do. It could be, I mean, yeah, it could definitely be a sort of the moment thing, but like with such a big organization and people's careers you're dealing with, I feel like it could be handled a little bit different. I mean, it's just my perspective. It's like if you guys are scrimming with a different person, like you scrimmed with Hollow, then you scrim with Draza, then maybe they scrim with those two for a bit and they go, they tell you that. It's like you can be a little bit more prepared for it. It just kind of sucks that that's how it is. Um, especially like because they, they obviously, they dropped you before they scrimmed with both of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, if I was you, I'd feel pretty disrespected there. I don't know. I just don't like the way that that, though, like, dropping players and stuff from certain organizations is, yeah. is handled. Um, but yeah, so that had to be super unexpected. Did you talk to any of the players, like, any of the teammates after that about it? Um. So, after that, I was really, really mad. Like, yeah. Like I said, I got home. I was, like, kind of just, like, contemplating, like, what? Like, I can't believe that just happened. And then I, like, started texting, like, Austin, Ken, Eric. I basically telling them, like, I don't get how I'm putting in all this effort. I'm trying to make the team better. Um, I just probably, like, like I played the I, – I feel like I've been improving for us. I've been trying my best to get better. I've been doing all this. And it's people who aren't even trying on the team that I don't even get a fair shot to actually, like, showcase how good i am it's just like people haven't believed in me since i got on the team you yeah, know it's not a support system how the fuck yeah yeah to play exactly well? and you got thrown in mid-season i just think it's i think it's bullshit personally exactly and i was like i told him i was like i'm really upset like i think this is honestly like bullshit and i like, got they like kind of responded to me and stuff like that but they were like you know austin was like the main person responding to me like that's uh, pretty much he was just saying like He's really sorry, like, because like Austin was like helping me out all the whole time. You know, he was he was looking out for me. He was trying to like he was really trying to get like like teach me how to get better. He was like the main reason why I was improving too. Like he was he's being a really good guy. But I mean, I I was like I said I was really really upset the first night. But after that, I was I was just like, I mean, at the end of the day, like I knew what I signed up for being a sub, like. Yeah, I knew. Like I told him before, and I was like, even if I never play a match, I'll still be happy. Like, uh, like if we're doing well, I like I'll still be happy for the team. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if it makes the team better and it's, I mean, it works out, then so be it. You know. Mm-hmm. You have any follow up to that, John? I mean, I mean, I get what you're saying, but who you never actually told us who it was that you you said like people didn't believe in you, so you obviously didn't mean Austin. So are you talking about like? You're saying Dash, he wasn't trying. Are you talking about him? Or are you talking about just other people on the team or the organization in general? I would probably say uh, Dash and Tej didn't really believe in me that much. I, like, I don't know. I just felt like with them, like, I, obviously I, I never teamed with them before, so I didn't really know what, like, how they are. Like, I don't know. Maybe that could have just been how they are, but I just felt like, um... Like, there was times where we would be talking about stuff or anything like that, and it was, like, sometimes they wouldn't, like, give their input or, like, even respect what I had to say sometimes. And it's, like, <clears throat> I'm not saying that it was, like I said, I don't know if it's just maybe they don't like this game and they don't really care about it anymore or if it was just me, but, I mean, it happens. I mean, it's kind of weird to say that after you get, like, top two and then, 
get to a semifinal with a guy and then say you don't believe in him. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Maybe they just didn't didn't want to go in the champs with you or something like that. I I really don't know. I mean, but it's also I, hard for me to believe uh, that they want to go into champs with Draza and Hollow, right? They never even heard of these guys probably before <laughs> before this year, and now it's like they're willing to play with both of them without ever be scrimming. Do you think yeah. it was more yeah. so a player situation? move or like an org move? Like um, I think it was a. Decision? I think it was a little bit of both. Honestly, I think I think Eric finally got the like go ahead to pick up more people, and like that's kind of something Austin's been wanting all year. So it was like, like well, not all just Austin, but the whole team wanted all year was like to like try out more people, and so I feel like it was like a good timing for both of them to be like, yeah, like let's try it, let's do it, you know. So it's yeah. like that's how it happened. Mm. Well, man, uh, what's next for you right now? Uh, what are you looking forward to? What's going on for, with you right now? Like, what are you up to? Um, right now, I don't really have much plan besides just making content. I just, I'm trying to just stream more. Uh, gonna try to start uploading on YouTube more, and just do all that stuff. While I, well, it's kind of like going into the off season, pretty much for me. Um, obviously, if the team needs me, I'll still play. I'm. I'm not just going to forget spawns and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's just right now, just trying to make sure that um, just trying to stay consistent and focused on myself and just seeing where it takes me. Is there like a, a roster lock? I don't, I'm not familiar with like League Ops, stuff like that. Can you play a champ oh, yeah. still? Um, I'm pretty sure I can, yeah. So they get absolutely bodied You're like, with your hand up like, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that's, mean what they, I was, that's what I was doing all year, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we should transition off that. Like, so uh, did you watch the last tournament at all, Chief? No, I didn't, I didn't watch a single second. <laughs> None of it? Okay, do you know? <laughs> I don't blame you. Do you know anything about, like, uh, so, like, the new meta shift and how yeah, it might yeah, affect? Yeah. I, I played with that for a little bit. Okay, so what do you think of the new meta for the, because we don't, me and Ann don't play the game competitively, so mm-hmm. how do you think the new meta affects, like, I guess teams like Optic, and they play Florida next first, which is currently the best team in the game, I guess you could say. Yeah, uh, sure. How do you think the meta shift affects, affects them like that? Um, I think, I think it probably honestly helps them. I feel like, I think 10 millimeters back in too, so... We played with that for like a day, I would say, or two. But I think, um, honestly, their team is really well-rounded. I think Draza and Hollow are actually both really good players. So I think they're going to have Austin and Draza probably running M4s the whole time. Mm-hmm. Or do I say Draza? I meant Hollow. And that, uh, that'll Hollow, make, that'll Hollow make and Austin, Austin way better, too. Yeah, yeah. So Austin and Hollow running M4s the whole time. And they're both probably the smartest people like that I like I've talked to you about this game. They both understand it really, really well. And then um you got you know, you the three guys who are just running around everywhere like trying to just do their thing. And I feel like um I'm I'm honestly I think PJ's gonna be a lot better. I think uh Draza's actually a really good fit for him. Because Draza not only is he like a, a fast player with the smoke also, he also um has really good communication. I think with TJ, he'll really thrive with that. It's kind of like, uh, I would say, I, I wouldn't compare it to somebody like Looney, but like, he's like vocal, like Dan. Like he'll like if he's doing something, he'll say it every time. So I think uh, I think that'll be good for them. 
That's good. It's, I mean, that's good to hear. Like you, you don't sound like. I mean, obviously you're upset that you're not playing. Yeah. yeah. But you don't sound like too salty about the team or the two players that they picked up. I mean, I, I, I think they're maturity. both. Yeah, I think they're both actually really like two cool guys who, like they they do deserve to be in the league. They're both really good at the game. So I mean, it's just they're kind of like the opportunity to, you know, show the showcase themselves. What are you expecting? Like their outcome this tournament? You think they make it uh, out of groups? Mm, who's their group again? I they think play it's like Florida, Bears, they play Dallas, Florida and, first, and then they play no, no, loser, no. Uh, Seattle and London. Oh, yeah, Seattle and London on the other side. So they have to be they have to beat London or Mutineers. I, I think I could see them getting out of their group. I, I think I think they do have two good teams. Like or like like uh, I think Seattle's actually been improving, and then London. They've been they've been pretty good with Trey this time, so I would say that yeah, I think they'll probably make it out of the groups. I think Florida will probably just beat them, but then they'll beat the next two. Yeah, I mean Optic has to do well this tournament. Like they're right now they're eighth in the standings, and like they play Ultra round one of the last tournament, mm-hmm. so like they have to do well here just to give themselves like a good opportunity to to stay top yeah. eight, bro. Because like, you don't want to be in the losers. Yeah. How much did you guys talk about that? I bet it was like every <laughs> time. We did. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It was a lot. Dude, it's crazy how in the early in the season, like the first couple events, like are so important for points. Even that 20 points from launch weekend was fucking huge, dude. Looking back at it. It's it's, I feel like it's always kind of been like that. Like, wasn't it like Doug's team or something? They didn't make like the league by like 15 uh, points or something like that. That was to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, oh, well, that was, that was World War II, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That was when Doug oh, wired That's me, when bro. you got wired. <laughs> wired yeah. What an insane See, situation. I would have ne- personally never forgiven Doug for that. You're a bigger man than me, and Like, for real. <laughs> this guy tried to wire you while people were post-event. While people were chilling. You know what people do when they're chilling? They're like, they let their guard Who down. Who knows? I could have said anything. You could have said anything. You could have said anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the professional smart man that I am, I just said, get the fuck out of my face, Doug. You're still out here inwarding it up. (laughs) I said, get out of my face, Doug. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, dude, it's always been like that. You got to perform early on or it screws you over later on, dude. So they're in a crazy spot. But man, yeah, this uh, this season's getting crazy. With the, the meta change, like right now, who do you think it benefits most in the league, Gene? Like from people you've played against... Uh, what teams do you think are going to be really good come champs time? Come um, champs time, I think I'm honestly kind of excited to see um, Dallas play. I feel like um, they have Krim and Krim and Clay, who like I think Krim is a lot better with an AR than he is with a sub, and I think this game is a game that he like understands too. So. He's got really good submachine gun players on his team, and then him and Clay can just uh, be posted up. Like it kind of reminds me of like uh, like how Optic is right now. Like they just have two people who are really good, just like AR players who can <clears throat> like just hold their own against some of the best. And they have three just thunders on their side too. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I feel like I, I want. I'm excited to see Dallas, and I'm excited to see like Optic a lot. It's like the two teams I would really say that like uh, I think probably will improve the most. That's huge then too, because like phase is kind of falling off, and then so I mean like for 
For me, my top four is New York, Dallas, Mutineers, Huntsman, in no particular order. I mean, Mutineers won, but that's my top four. I think FaZe has fallen out. What the hell do you think's going on with FaZe? You didn't even watch the last tournament, so you might not be the one to talk to about it. I mean, it, just just from watching FaZe, just even before, <clears throat> I just feel like in certain certain like ways, they, they play the game really well, but then in other ways, they just stop thinking it's like i don't know what it is they stop thinking and they just start going and if they just like like in my mind i think that phase team is probably like the best team like that or should be the best team but like just based off their names and stuff and like how good they actually are but like they just don't always like do everything to the best possibility to like succeed mm-hmm. like if it's like they can rotate and hold this whole hill for this amount of time, or they can hit the scrap and just try to win the rotation gunfights after. And it's like, I feel like that's sometimes like something they will do, which can hold them back and cause them to lose maps other than just. I feel like I took severe issue with your top four. And like, okay. So phase is falling off a little bit, meaning like you don't expect them to go into every series and dominate. But well, I, I don't think they lose a lot of series now. Yeah, but they haven't missed the semis though. They think, were just uh, in finals, and then they were just in semis. Like what so else? The reason I don't that's have a ridiculous four, though, expectation to have about a team. I just think the way that they've been losing has been obscene. The way they got smoked by Mutineers, the way they got smoked by Huntsman. Um, I mean, that loss to Ultra as well. Like if it was just those other two games, like okay, they got clapped by two top teams. But that loss to Ultra as well. And then how close their games have been prior to that, it's just like, I think it puts them out of it. I think um, Mutineers and Huntsmen have looked better than them uh, in the last couple of events. And then I look at uh, you New York. Mutineers. You can't say that about the Huntsmen. That's not true because I mean, they didn't make that, it out of groups. Just, other, just Huntsmen, beating, Huntsmen beating them the way they did, I put them above them. And how dominant New York was on that Sunday, I have to have them in there. And I and, – and where – I a lot of people would probably have phase over Empire, I feel like. But for me, I'm putting Empire above phase because I think this meta is going to allow them to get a lot better. I just have more faith in them right now because I think that they're going to be great. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's uh, crazy to not have phase in the top four right now whatsoever. Just what we've seen, bro. They get they go out and world start off the stage twice. Like it's just... I mean, they got beat by a good team, which happens. And they lost to what wait, wait, Toronto? You said didn't, but Toronto didn't Toronto also beat New York? They didn't just get winning? they didn't just get beat. They got world starred. Like, they got 3-0. It smoke. happened. But then Especially they also like got three zero. They also got three zero. Single elimination setting. I'm not saying well, they're ass at all. I just don't have them. No, I understand current. that. Like right now but in my power, I have a team that has never not reached the semis in this style of game, like these groups. To not have them top four is actually insane. With how well, easy it is to just well hold on if, before you go, Sheen. They are definitely a solid team, and they're. But the issue is with that statement is like every team isn't at every event. Um, no. So okay, if every team was at every event. I don't think that they would consistently be in semis right now in the way that, uh, the current landscape of COD. I don't think that they're beating. Those teams and they're not like it's been it's been shown. I'm not. I'm, I don't think any team in like say like the old style tournaments. I don't think any team always gets the semis. Like getting top four event is is damn near impossible. But in this in this version of tournaments, like has Dallas made it to every semis as well? I want to uh, say that they're only two teams that have made it to every single semis. 
And that's but we're not right talking about throughout the ridiculous. year. Obviously, FaZe would be top four throughout the year. You, you keep posing it as it's a throughout the year discussion. It's not. I mean, I'm saying even right to now, this day, right now, they still haven't not made a semi. Not, that's absurd. I get what you're saying, but based on their performance, I don't have them in my top four teams. Like, and that's like you're talking about like just because they made it to semis every tournament like that's an impressive feat in in and of itself throughout the season to make it to semis in every tournament but i don't think it holds any bearing in me saying that they're not top four right now i don't think that that fair matters fair enough gene what were you about to say um I, w- I was gonna say that like my top four i'm i'm gonna say like florida chicago dallas phase um but i i like i was saying it is hard to base it upon like not every team's at every tournament but I would also say too that um, it's, it's like I feel like a lot of the teams are finally like done bullshitting, and like a lot of teams are actually starting to get really, really good. So it's like this game obviously can sometimes not make any sense at all, but there is a way to play it. And I feel like with like people who are starting to like watch Florida and watch like uh, teams like another team like uh, I would say like Dallas or something, like they're watching them and they're seeing what they're doing. And they're trying to, like, do what they're doing better than they are. And so, like, I think that's, like, probably something, like, New York's probably try to do. And that's why, like, they won that last tournament. Like, they looked really good. I, like, I just, like, from what I heard. And, like, I don't know if I'd put them, like, top four. But it's, like, it's, like, a thing where they could just be fifth. And if there's top five is, is like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you could you could still be seen as just as good it's just hard to like really so for me like with the new york thing is is usually i wouldn't like in my power rankings and this is just all in my head but power rankings fluctuate you know and the nfl fluctuates every week and every and every it just fluctuates if new york wasn't as dominant as they were on that sunday i wouldn't have put them like above them but they were so dominant man and and like every player was fantastic like literally all five players are great that's honestly pretty mind blowing how good they looked like given what they looked like prior. Like they looked okay. They, they look good, like a top six team, like a solid team that could upset top teams. But to dominate a Sunday, like that shit blew my mind. What do you guys feel yeah. about that? I mean, I, I just I think they just caught fire and they had a really, really good day. I mean, it's not it's not to say they, they can't do it again. I think they can. It's just it's That's- it's hard to be consistent, like dominant like that, like in this game. You could, be, you could be, you could be like nears. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, that's why I said that's that they right. in the game because they did it like they did it again and again, right? But like meaning mm-hmm. had or the subliners had realistically one really good day. Now it was really impressive, and I it think was. they like they deserve to be up there in the in the talks. But it was just one good day. They haven't looked like that in tournament play in a single other day. They've been having those days online, by the way, since the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. They legitimately thought they were going to beat Atlanta at the very first tournament of the year. <laughs> they've been good the whole time online even before yeah. they made the team change with mac but that's the first time they actually looked like that in a day in tournament and it was impressive i mean like but, yeah in that tournament it's like they lost what one two three four, four like four maps and even when they played huntsman they went game five and they just fucking dominated bro it's just crazy um so yeah i mean you're right it could have just been like they caught fire had a crazy day um but I think they're just a complete team, though. Like, when you watch New York play, like, they're pretty solid at every mode. Um, they're playing the right way. Uh, it's not like somebody's randomly getting shit on left and right. Like, everybody's pretty much consistent. Mm-hmm. I guess the biggest thing was, like, people went above and beyond at this tournament. Like, Temp, actually, 
Zuma even with them with MP5 was the man. They they got one of the best leaders in COD on their team, dude. Who Lamar baby? Yep. Yo, that, that guy. No, Lamar, I'm convinced I, that guy could literally teach my granny how to rotate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he got. It looks like they were on the same page, and I feel like they have been improving for a long time now. I picked them to win a couple tournaments like before this. Yeah, you did. So, like, yeah, but I guess the meta switch helped them become more consistent. I feel like Mac ran one of the second ARs, third ARs, whatever it is, pretty consistently throughout the entire time, and he was still putting up the like the impact plays and kills that he was doing before with the sub. So, Bro, it makes yeah. sense, though, that they would be better in, in, like, this meta. Dude, Attach was pulling out the M4, frying just, like, whatever he wanted. <laughs> you saw Donnie frying with it, too. Like, they really do have a team for this current meta. Maybe the 10 millimeter will like nerf them a little bit. Who knows? Um, yo, Cheen. So thinking about champs, bro, I just want to talk to you about it because you're the first guest on since like the whole champs announcement online mm-hmm. stuff. How oh, mind-blowing yeah. is that? Like winning that from your bedroom, bro? Like, bro, imagine I won champs. I got my green screen in the background, bro. Like behind me is my kitchen. <laughs> yo, Yo, you Imagine know winning champs and I'm making a hot pocket right after, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, winning champs immediately turning on your stream and then making that green screen just money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just raining on me, bro. Sitting in front of cash, just raining on you, bro. That is so crazy. There, there were a lot of discussions like upon the announcement about what should happen, what's the right thing to happen. First off, can I get your thoughts on what you think? champs should be like do you think it should be postponed do you think they're doing the right thing do you think they should, should have people fly together and play it on land like what are, what are your thoughts I, I think i would have really liked to see like something like super like closed in like we could have like we could have put it on land or even like something where like the top four teams go play on land or something you know like you, something to where it gives it like stamp like okay like you won this fair and square Hundred percent, no other thing. You were the best team, like with whoever was there, you know. But I mean, I think given with how the world is right now and how it's getting worse again, I think it was probably the right play to do this. Yeah. I and I think it probably maybe would have been better if the like maybe the cash was like a little less. And then it like spread out across next year for higher pay, maybe like in tournaments then. But I mean, if they didn't want to do that, I think what they're doing now is completely acceptable. And you kind of just, I, I don't know, you kind of just have to play from your home and hope, hopefully I mean, it's you can a get the server of gods, you know? <laughs> we have online, I mean, it's a viable option and it can work. So, I mean, given the state of the world right now, I, I think it's a lot to ask you, for. You don't, you don't want to just like, that's what I mean. It's like you don't want to just lose the event you hyped up all year, the the event you've been playing all year for. I don't even think that was single... on the table. I, I doubt that that was on the table for the no, but yeah, I feel yeah, like, no, no, I, feel no, like, no, I mean, one of your best friends, that, Austin, was one of the people that was like the the major advocate of saying like we should postpone this tournament. It shouldn't even be a thing for now. I mean, you can't even postpone it though. Like, the the things probably won't go back to normal for a while. And like the new game is going to come out. What are we going to go back to modern warfare to play our champs? Like that, yeah. Pretty sure. Like when they started the year, I mean, just being realistic, that event probably has certain sponsors, certain things attached. Oh to yeah. It. I yeah, don't yeah. think Activision could just be like, 
By the uh, way, well, all you guys, you remember that initial deck we had, proposal deck? <laughs> yeah, that's no longer a tournament. It's so, not happening. So, yeah, I just hey, don't yeah. play all these homestands for fun. I definitely get where people come from, and there is a world where we made it work on land somehow. Um, by the way, this is stuff way above all, all of our pay grade that we don't. Oh yeah. Oh, no. We don't really know about it. It should be opinionated. But just being realistic about it, like a lot of the pro players, I just don't think they think about it in that way. Yeah, they don't. They think they're untouchable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if one player gets sick, it's... like One player. It goes beyond that. One lights guy, one production staff, one One, anyone that's there. One anyone that's there gets sick, it's going to look bad on... The people running it. It's also like, different because why would we you have send a, your players there. Why would you do we that? We have an oh, option oh. to do it online. Yeah, it's just like yeah, exactly. Like imagine you know Sunday, Crim Six wakes up with a fever. Like that would just suck. Like oh shit. <laughs> and we there's can't no play Sunday like, anymore. real way to completely avoid it entirely unless they all fly on private sanitized jets. You know what I mean? There's just then, no way to realistically completely avoid and it's it. Like, and then it's like, where do you have it? Not every, not every city, not every county has the same rules in place. Like, if you come to LA, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Like, period. If you go to Florida, you can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. It's just yeah, there's bro, just so you, many like things you, involved. You order delivery food, your driver could have it. Like, yeah. think about <laughs> that. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's tough. So I think people didn't understand that, and that's why that whole discussion that day on Twitter was triggering me. Because yeah, I, I didn't even just like really get involved in it. Like yeah. I was like, I was kind of mind blown, but that's just like, damn. I was more mind blown about like somebody could win 400k from their bedroom. Yeah, that's more than like champion online. I'm going. I, <laughs> I think I, that if, I, if win, I was a competitor, I think I think that'd be the part that triggered me. Like I know, I know, even though they don't ever like talk about it publicly, I know some players care about like the the earnings list or whatever, they don't want to get passed up by some kid that won an online tournament in Modern Warfare from their bedroom. Yo, right? that's, imagine. You know, that's going to piss them off. Yo, and I'm imagine, like, bro, that's just the way they're I know Austin would be swinging at his monitor, bro. Bro, listen, dude. Salim's going to wake up in his pajamas, no shower, nothing, instantly sit down on the no toy. Shower, nothing, no shower, nothing. No shower, no nothing. He's get it on the toy, I'm ready. Instantly sit down on the toy. And tweet and out Warzone ride. later. That would piss me off. Yeah, and then be like, Warzone. Just one champs, Warzone. Speaking of that. (laughs) Speaking of that. That would get me so tight. So speaking of that, this is what I want to do after champs all the way, John. I want to have a (laughs) podcast episode immediately after champs is done and just have any pro come in and just talk about the year, their experience, champs, anything they want. Right after the tournament. I think think that's a good idea, but I think we have to wait until like that time period where their contracts are over or whatever it is. So they can say whatever they want. Because <laughs> okay. I feel like pros always come on and I want to do an after, do an after tournament party, bro. An after tournament celebration. Like, MW is done. <laughs> Everybody go have your drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, just chill. Once it gets clash over champs, there's so much that Austin wants to say that he can't say. I know that privately. I obviously can't mention it. But, like. You should write a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Chino, so. We only have you for like 30 more minutes or so, so I think we should start call-ins now. Um, we have a lot in there. So, guys, listen, if you want to join the call-in, uh, exclamation point call-in in the chat. Oh, I think I'm blocking John's screen. Sorry. Exclamation point call-in in the chat, guys. And then uh, you can join our call-in and uh, talk to us. Sorry, I'm trying to make sure John's video doesn't get cut off here. I don't know why it's doing that. Oh, good, bro. Because it I'm lagging. Is there uh, if I had to say one more thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I just I just wanted to say though like um, I don't want like people to think like the optic 
like I hate them or anything like that, or I hate the players on the team. Um, I don't have any beef with like Dashy, TJ, Austin, Ken, like anybody. Uh, I think like those guys gave me a really good opportunity to actually play again, which was awesome. And I just like appreciate that for having me, even though it sucks that our team like didn't end up working out, I guess you could say. Uh, I'm just, I'm grateful that they gave me the chance and that we actually did well a couple times. So, wow, wow, good guy cheating because I fucking hate those guys. Fuck all of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, cheating, you're just a great guy. You're a great fucking guy. What a classy motherfucker, bro. I like, wish John didn't wow. say fucking like five times there because so I could clip that and put that on Twitter. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> that's great. Um, all right, so. <laughs> Let's get uh, some people in here. So the first one we're going to drag in is, oh, no, man. We got Swede. Swede? Can we get someone else? All right, fine. Swede. Hey, what's up, Swede? <laughs> Hi. Swede. Look, see, I'm saying Swede's a goober. Uh, so where are you from, man? Um, yeah. <laughs> Good, bros. All right, so we're doing good. What's your question? <laughs> no, you got a lot of those. It's the Kyle right, chat. Uh, it wouldn't be right if I didn't have two questions. So I got two questions. Okay. My turn into three. But it's uh, <clears throat> for Cheen. And if you guys want to answer as well, you can go ahead. Um, what do you think your best quality as a teammate is? Um, my best quality as a teammate would probably be uh, that I'm a good, like, I feel like I'm a good, like, listener and learner. Like, if somebody tries to tell, like, if somebody's, like, explaining how to do something or they're telling me how to do something, it's like, I, like, literally think about it all day and just try to make sure that I don't make that mistake again or I try to, like, improve myself the, like, best way I can. Uh, mine's my raw fucking talent, John. Yours? <laughs> oh, are you talking about? Oh, oh, was this question for all of us? Uh, what made yeah. us good teammates? Mm-hmm. Uh, communication, leadership, always being there. Literally, I don't know. Always being, being there. All right. <laughs> hey, wait. How did that wait. turn into a question? <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean? Because people aren't always fucking around. Know that. Trust. That's true. All right. What's your next question, Swede? Let's go. Um, I'm out. Sweet, what it, it's kind of like similar, I guess. What's uh, what's the best um, what's it called? <laughs> Fuck. Best quality as a teammate in someone else, or worst quality? Pick one. Snorefest. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> God, um, God, like being fucking godlike on the map. Yeah, being absolutely, being absolutely like, untouchable, bro. I would, like, I would actually, I'm I would being serious, bro. Being untouchable on the map is the most important trait. The worst quality a teammate can have. Worst quality teammate can have is just uh, throwing up late and like go giving no effort. Those are the worst. Oh, worst quality. He said best. He said you can pick either best or worst. Oh, worst quality. Getting fucking obliterated all the time. Now, the worst quality is like doing poorly on the map. The people that would do poorly, and then. After the map, not listen to what you had to say. Like just, I think, uh, yeah, just yeah. like no effort. That's just like, like no, e- yeah, yeah, yeah. Complaining, like, I think, making fun. excuses, bro. That's my. I yeah, that's, an, that. that's another one too. I hated excuses. <clears throat> Being Pac-Man, I was godlike. Don't get it twisted. All right, sweet. Thank you for the questions, brother. Wait, 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 wait. All right, Gene. Yeah. Do you think 
Pack or Ant would have any chance whatsoever to play this game or any game in the future. Yeah. Or do you think it's chalked? Are they really that ass? Are you saying that they, like they could come back? Probably. You think I mean, so? Like, really? I mean, I don't know. Like they were they were both good players when they played. It's not like they were just complete ass. I don't know. Sweet just sweet to weird hater, bro. He thinks, he thinks that our thumbs fell off. Or something I was never. We I literally retired it's, mid it's being like, actually good at the game. I yeah, exactly. uh, I didn't want to play with a shit team. Like, if you're gonna go pro sweet, like, the last tournament, the last tournament I ever played in, I had Chino on my team, and I was actually <clears> cooking. I don't know. You know what people are saying. That would be like if she was like, so you think I got a chance to go pro? I'd be like, no, bro. The last team I was on, I got <laughs> the last team I was on, I got masterful finessed, dropped by Pat, and then I just didn't want to join Ghost Gaming, so I quit. It's like, that's pretty much what happened. Well, I waited too long to accept their offer. But yeah, I think I could still play. But I don't want to fucking play. So thank you for the question, Sweet. All right, Ryan Chos, you're next. Where are you from, man? I'm from Pittsburgh. Hey, what's going on, man? What's your question? Um, This is mainly for Mr. Cheam, but any of you can answer. What was your favorite moment or memory playing professional COD? Um, My favorite <clears throat> moment was definitely... Uh... Winning NOLA in World War II. Because I remember after the first event, a lot of people were kind of like, like, each, like even the casters were still had like optic and stuff above us. It's like, we just won the event. Like, how are they better than us? And then uh, I remember we did really well online. We won three out of the four 2Ks. And like, there were still people who didn't predict us to win. And then I remember just going to that tournament. We just started frying. We did really well, and we won it, and I got MVP, and I was like, that was, like, best moment I've ever had was just being able to do it again when so many people, like, still didn't have you as number one. And then being the MVP was also just, like, the cherry on top. Hell, yeah. All right. Thank I you, feel like we, I think like me and Ann have answered those questions, that question yeah. before. That's how yeah. I so. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good rest of your stream. Thank you. All right. Thank you, brother. You're such a nice guy. Uh, okay, let's bring the next one in. Uh, is he? Is he? Is Ben just dragging people? <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he is. Blizzard, what's up, my guy? Uh, you're muted, Blizzard. Five, four, uh oh, three. It's our, it's our first kick two. out of the day. One, get him out of here. All right. <laughs> Got to get the uh, next Got to move here. this guy back down. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're a clown. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right, Ben. Come on, brother. Fire him in. Fire him away. He started counting down. Dude, I see shit's ass in there again, bro. Yeah, I'm about to just bring him shit's ass up here. Shit's ass is loyal. Yo, shit's ass. Yo. What's good, man? Welcome to the show. We know where you're from. How you yeah, doing? Bro. I'm good. How are you guys? Fantastic, Lovely. brother. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm all right, man. <laughs> yeah, my next question is for Cheen again. Um, did you have any offers to be on a starting roster? Uh, what made you turn them down? And um, if you didn't have any offers to be on a starting roster, what um, made you pick Optic to be the sub one? Um, no, I didn't have any offers to be a starter, um, oh. literally anywhere, <laughs> but That's crazy. after that, I had a couple different offers. I would say I had, uh, I almost would join New York at first, but then I think they ended up going with like Suda or Doug, one of them over me. 
And then after that, I talked to FaZe, and I was set to join FaZe. I was supposed to be, like, on their, like, bench. But then uh, I was waiting on Empire to see if they would get back to me. And then that's when Optic hit me up right before I was about to talk, like, to FaZe guys. And then mm-hmm. I was, like, in my mind, I was, like, the chances of me playing on Optic was uh, way higher than the chances of me playing on FaZe. So I went with Optic. So you- so you set yourself up in a situation where it's like, where's a player going to get dropped? Or is it like... Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, if if the team's not doing well, like, my best chance is probably, <clears throat> like, playing like playing with them. Then, like, if like, FaZe wasn't doing well or something, like, they'd probably just try to go for somebody else right away. Yeah. Right, thank you. Thank you for the question, Shatas. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's bring uh, Frothy. Frothy Siggy. What a name. Frothy Siggy. What Where are you the... from, dude? Uh, I'm from Texas. How's it going, guys? We're at in Texas, bro. Uh, South Texas, small town called Alice. Oh, shit. Never heard of it. Did you play football? <laughs> uh, no, I did not. I played golf. <laughs> well, I'm right. getting into that. Uh, but, yeah, my question is kind of for all three of y'all. Um, I'm kind of new to the COD scene and based on like what y'all been talking about and a lot of issues that have been going on, a lot of team struggles come down to like chemistry and vibes and then that not letting them get through some rough patches. Um, do y'all think COD organizations need to start investing in sports psychologists like CSGO and Lowell have begun to do? If they have, has it worked? And if they haven't, what has not let them do it? Was it money or is it just players not wanting to have someone, another voice on the team? Uh, I guess I'll kick it off with I have no idea if they should hire sports psychologists or not because I've never worked with one. Um, but uh, I don't think sports psychologists like I don't know. Have, do they work in esports often? Like, is that a thing? Uh, yeah, for uh, League of Legends and CSGO, they yeah, do. Yeah. Uh, Hundred Thieves, I know they have one. Is there a correlation recently? between performance and teams with sports psychologists? Um, Astralis would be your best example. Well, oh, they're the best. Charles is the best team in the world. They they do credit that they that 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 does help them. Their psychologist does help them. Mm. But I do have to say that Charles was also absolutely fucking godlike before they ever got a sports psychologist. I think all those things are extras and not necessary. But I mean, they can help. In order, like that team is also extremely loyal to each other. In order for That's that thing, thing. To, that so to matter, that I feel like the team has to have been together for a while or like is willing to stick together for a while. And I don't think that COD, the new game, I don't think that's ever going to be, that. yeah, I don't think that that's ever going to be in the case yeah. of COD. Like the thing with COD is another, you might not even have a disagreement with the player. You not, might not even dislike them, but it's like this game requires us to have someone else. And that person understands and they go somewhere else. It's like, yeah, you have to be together for a while for those things to even work. Like those exercises. Cause I actually did went to like IMG Academy for, uh, when I was on complexity and did some like sports training and teamwork building, um, and it was helpful, but the team would have to stick together for a while. Like when you make a COD team, it's usually from the game prior and you anticipate might maybe having to make one change throughout the year unless you have a super squad. And uh, yeah, I just don't know if it would work with COD. I don't know. Uh, with the new franchise league, isn't it harder for players to switch out and switch in? So like I assume in like five, ten years, like you'll be signing long term contracts instead of kind of switching out a player the minute things are kind of struggling really hard. Well, hopefully in five, ten years, we have a flagship title that we continuously play. 
Uh, also, ten years, if the COD's going ten years from now, that's lit. I don't even know. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough thing. But even if it is going ten years from now, it's still going to be game by game. I don't know. They make too much money on each individual release. That's I guess what Ant's point is. Like uh, maybe yeah. that they'll have one for competitive, but I, at this rate, I don't think so. I think it takes yeah. a lot to develop say, a game. I don't think so. One can hope. What is the reason for them to do that? I, I seems I, like I really added expense. Know. Yeah, you have to hire an entire new development team. That is so. No, I meant I meant the psychologist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, but to both. I think it's something that's like, like yeah, I was saying, like how, how much does it really help performance overall? Like that's like the main thing that like, I think teams have to consider if they were considering doing something like that. Like if it's actually helping a team and making teams better, then like I don't think like they would they would do it like without a doubt. But if it's something that's like. <clears throat> it's not really proven to do much, then they don't really see a reason to like have something like that. Well, I, don't I think, think that answer is what everyone's into right now with the current situation in the world. Hey, yo, frothy, either, so. we could be wrong, I, brother. I don't. I mean, I don't think. I don't think it'd be bad. But I don't I'm think it could hurt. Yeah. I'm yeah, I assume it's one of those things. I assume it comes down to money, but one can hope. Yep. Thank you, frothy. No Good problem. Question. Have a great night. Easy. You too. All right, Bear Bradley, you mother... What's the good? The Wait, wait, wait. I have a bone to pick with Bear. You there? Bear? Yeah, bear 10 seconds, bro. Uh, I'm giving him an extra five seconds. Yeah, I'm giving him 10. Nine, <laughs> eight, seven. Yo, Bear. Yo. Yo, what's good, my bro? My bro? What's good? What's good? Bradley owes me 50 gifted subs, bro. He gave me a challenge. <laughs> I compete. I completed it, and he didn't hit us with the 50 bomb. But he's hit us with like eight since then, so it's like 42. But it's all good, Bradley. What's so good, how many man? have I in the channel so far? Huh? How many have I in the channel so far? I don't know what the fuck you're saying, Bradley. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what did he say? What's your question, Bear? So, you know, um, what, uh, what players would you like to play with next year and what org would you like to play on? Are you Irish, Bradley? Yeah. Hey, let's go. Players I would like to play with next year? I'm, I'm what org here. and what players would you like to play with next year, assuming it's 5v5? Um, I mean, I would still like to play for Optic next year. If, if anything, I mean, I really like it Like uh, here. But... Honestly, I I'd probably want to play with Kenny for sure. Um, I think Shotzi's pretty fucking nasty and really smart. And let's see, well, it's probably probably Austin again. And then after that, I can get anybody else at that point. <laughs> I, I feel like we got a really good team already. But go. I mean, I would I would definitely get a. I would definitely get some of that. Like, just, like, those four players. And then, I'm not really sure. Maybe, like, uh, Donnie. Donnie to round out the squad to be funny. We need some vibes on there for sure. Don made me laugh like crazy. There you go. Well, yeah, thank you, Bradley. I suppose that's, that's important. Like, you know, you see over the last year or two, people not taking it serious, attitude, problems. Um, I feel you have to have a good mixture, like, in order to win championships. Mm. 
hundred percent. It's true. My, Bradley, you have the most, to get serious. So we Bradley need to has the best on. voice I've ever heard in my life, bro. I didn't expect it to be <laughs> yeah, this. You know, I, I, this is two o'clock in the morning, my man. This you is know. my two o'clock in the morning voice. You gotta run your own podcast, bro. You gotta you gotta start a radio station or something, bro. That voice is <laughs> money, brother. All right, Bradley. Uh, my man. I'll catch you in the right, chat. I'm going to bed. Good night. Good night. Good night, bro. Good luck. Wait, wait, wait. One second for the chat. People are saying, why would I want to play for an org that did me dirty? The org literally has been amazing to me from the start. Like, they they gave me, like, a, a really good contract. They're they're honest about, like, what's going on. Like, whenever they, like, Eric is, like, really up front with me, he'll tell me. And also, like, like they're, I don't know, they're just really nice. They, it's not like I have any complaints at all. They pay me on time, and I do what they expect me to do. Yo, monster! Welcome to the show, brother. Uh, monster. What? Hello, can you Yo. hear me? Yeah, what's good, man? Where are you from? Uh, New Hampshire. Wow, never met anybody from New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, I'm out in the sticks, man. Yo, what's your question? How you brother? doing, brother? Good. How are you? So my question is, uh. What are your guys' opinions on the CDL as a business, and do you think COD will survive long-term with this franchise? I think the CDL is great, and I think COD will survive forever. <laughs> well, you're, you're you're hired by them. I want to hear Team Pack's opinion about it. Man, I'm, I'm I mean, they hired oh, me. Yeah, yeah, no, that is true. All that is true. would love for it to last forever, yeah. so that's that, that right. but I, think- I mean, to be fair, for its first year, it's tough. Because one, in in general, they're gonna have a tough first year. Assuming COVID didn't happen, it'd yeah. still be a tough first year. It's the first time it's ever happening. It's on YouTube. Like these things take time. But then COVID happened, and it's like, it's not really fair to judge anything right now. Like, I'm a big fan of like in esports in general, and everything is every single esport is going through weird periods. Listen, and I think year that two is always that, the that happens. Simple as that. So year what year two is always going to be like the year to keep your eye on. I like pretty much what John is saying. So, you know, simple enough next year, if hopefully the world returns to normal, you know, we get this damn vaccine by spring and then the world returns normal and we could finally see, especially with a, a better game, we could finally see what the fuck COD is made of. So, um, but I think they've done a great job and they've reacted to community feedback realistically, like, not even being a suit chat. Like been, they reacted to the feedback. They, they really have been. They, they Amped online was a good decision. Challengers. Yeah. I mean, who the hell yeah. gives challengers as much money as COD does? Like, like, oh, bro, they're, can we talk about that? They're doing a good. That. They're doing a, a a good job. Like all jokes aside, thinking about the game that we have, what they're trying to do, it's not fucking easy. So I think they they've done a good job, man. They've done things that we haven't done in COD before. You get to look at the cosmetics and stuff like that. Like it's things that. We've been wanting that we have like it's tough yeah. fighting the, the cdl fighting those fights and getting the developer to do those type of things is, is not easy bro and they, they, they're doing it so i tip my hat to them yeah i forgot who said it but someone said to put like the cdl matches streaming inside of the game which could really help boost the well, viewership that should it. definitely be a thing uh they need to do that that's something yeah. that's been done for years already so Maybe not mm-hmm. in COD. I think it, it was in one COD. I think I want to say yeah, Black Ops like, 3. Yeah, I was about to say, I think it was in Black Ops 3. But it needs to be a thing consistently, for sure. But thank you for the question, Monster. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Though, Ant, before you bring in the next guy. 
Uh, or yeah, sure. before we have a, yeah, we have a did you time. see all of the challenger complaining about like yeah <laughs> about, about them paying paid. out the, the, all those people of oh, fucking course they're gonna do that i can't believe i lost full with that i lost absolute full so i didn't that. On it. so i didn't Dude, imagine having to beat like just other am teams and then bitching that you're only getting paid 10 grand for winning yeah. like like what the whole purpose of an am league in general is exposure and it's obviously working that's that was my point on the whole thing yeah. like, you have so many amateur players playing on pro teams the amateur league is working no god has one of the best amateur does anything for amateur players like name i watch a ton of cs name five amateur cs players you cannot like you i would put 10 grand on it right now but you can't name five amateur cs players it's impossible like this the way that the fact that they've done so much for amateur players and console games in general that they have like this ridiculous expectation that they should receive yes it's a ridiculous entitlement that they should receive like 25 grand or whatever like you're not all you're doing is beating amp the fact that you even have an am champs is incredible the fact that it exists is incredible like pitching so much about it is just mind-blowing it's just for a lot of just for a lot of ams out there a lot of amateur athletes literally make zero dollars so um i think i think i think they should realize that um but yes i think that we've done a lot for AMS, and that was ridiculous to complain about. Sheen, what were you saying? I feel like I can understand like uh, people getting like a little upset that it's not more top heavy. I guess you could say like, the payout they were saying, but it's like I feel like it's it's, inspire. it's like um like, like John was saying, it's more for you to like showcase yourself and get to the pro level where you will get paid compared to like. The amateur scene being all about the money and stuff like that. It's to inspire, man. Like Clay brought up a really good point. He's like, dude, me winning five hundred dollars allowed me to pay rent to kick this off. Like, yes, dude, hundred percent. So a lot of people are struggling out there. People are taking a risk. Everybody's not well off and able or an ex pro who has money saved up and exactly. just wants to win cash. You know, like some of those guys that are complaining about it, they're ex pros who've made money and they have a decent amount. You know, they can live a decent life with their stream and stuff, and they want to win a big check but i mean for the true amateur a lot of those guys need some sort of money to continue to pursue this and get better that's how you develop yeah uh, like amateur some like say your parents or something don't support you they need like like they win a thousand dollars they go to parents like yo i won a thousand mom some 18 year old kid has to show that their parents that they're not wasting their time sitting in their room screaming at the tv all day i remember I, i remember like my parents like they didn't even think uh like MLG and stuff like that, they, they didn't think it was real. I'm like, I'm literally showing you gameplay from their events. And then it wasn't until I won like $400 in a tournament and they were like, holy crap, like this, you, this could actually be something, you know, like you could actually do it. And then from there, it's like, that's what kickstarted me, like actually going to events and actually being able to go pro and stuff like that. What the heck just happened to the, oh, Ben left the call on it. Messed you guys up. All right, I'm going to drag the next uh-huh. call in, in here, and then I'll fix the camera. So let's get Gersh. He actually made the Codcast theme song, bro. The rap song. And Ben's just... Our producer sucks. Sorry, chat. <laughs> our producer is throwing... Why, Why do I look like that? Yeah, it's our producer. He's, he's throwing right now. <laughs> I'm fixing it. Don't do oh, anything, good, producer. Uh, Gersh, what's good, man? <laughs> what's good? Yo, bro. Those are bars you spit right there, man. Thank Fantastic. you. I appreciate it. John, did you like this? Uh, 
We should have played it for the podcast fans during the podcast. That's what we, we should have done. We are going to. It's going to be. We're going to roll out with that. With that. Uh, with the song. What you mean? Okay. Okay. That's all right, all no. uh, good to be here once again. Um, shout out Zuma, by the way, for winning. But um, I know you guys are short on time. I'm going to cut to the question. Um, so this year, for sure, we've seen a lot of veterans being rejected off of possibly being picked up because you have all these AMs, all these young players that are much better in an online format. Um, and all of the strategy and like land experience that normally would be considered isn't being as heavily considered now. Um, so after the season, considering skill is still going to go on, we might have extension. Do you think those kind of online specific pickups are still on rosters, or do right, you think? Hold on, Doctor Robotnik yeah. couldn't hear anything you said for the last thirty seconds. Can you repeat your question? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I was saying uh, this year we've seen a lot of veterans being. Um, not as heavily favored for being picked up compared to the younger players who are better in online format for games. Um, so, see what? Well, you might need to type it out. Type I heard something about veterans. Yeah, you're going to have to type yours out. I heard something about veterans being picked up. You're just lagging, brother. It's unfortunate. Type it, yo, Gersh, type the question, brother. Yeah, your mic like, <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry, brother. I, I really wanted to answer, but it's just, whew. All right, I'm going to get the next one here, though, while we get your type-up question. All right, uh, it's Jack Kyle in here. Yo, Kyle. Yo. What's good, brother? Where are you from? What's good, man? I'm from New York. That's how people from New York announce their from, no from New York. I'm from New York. Like, wait, like Queens. Queens, bro. Much love All right, my question is Kyle from New York. What's your question, bro? Oh, so, yeah, y'all got to say names, but, like, this is a question for, like, the amateur scene and pro scene, but, like, how many players like use Adderall to compete? Because I know that's a big thing uh, in the community. Like players, I don't, think, I don't think anyone does. I don't. Yeah, I don't think anybody does. Oh, because I know like in the amateur scene, like like a lot of players use it to kind of like get better. But like I don't know if it's like fair to use. I definitely don't think it's fair to use. And yeah, I don't think anybody does, Kyle. All right. Okay, let's get the next one in here. Guy from New York comes in here spitting. Some Trying to have a snitch on somebody like 6'9". <laughs> What's good with this guy? <laughs> Instantly, bro. Guys, like, huh? You can't trust people from New York, bro. I've been saying this. You simply can't. All right. Yo, your boy Noah. What's good, man? Yo, what's good, y'all? Damn, with the hype. Where what's from, good, man? brother? Where are you from? Milwaukee. Let's go. Good, how are y'all? Good, pretty Great. good. What's your question, man? I um, so I think Cheen uh talked about it a little bit, but um, like in a normal non-COVID year, would you guys rather see like prize money spaced out evenly or like more focused and like concentrated on champs? I like the big champs. I, I yeah, I think in a non-COVID year, I think yeah, the big champs is really good. Cause it's like it, like it, like uh you play for it all year you know like you're playing these home stands you're grinding out for these points <clears throat> and you want the like you want the last event you win it like champs you know you want you want it to be the one you win and you like mm. it's what you practice for it's what you played all year for and it's like it's it's like you know what I mean it's like the number one thing every Kai player is look forward to for seven years I definitely as, like a, as someone who's not winning any of the money I. I would like to have a bigger champs. If I was playing, I think I'd want to have it more evenly spread. But with that being said, I would like there to be zero prize money at any of these tournaments since the players are getting paid anyways. I agree. And then 
for the last tournament to be fucking massive. If if that's the route we're gonna go, like mm. I don't even know what first place is at the homestand. What's first like? What did you get grand. for second place? Yeah, like, uh, fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck that money, right? Like that money should go to champs, and then we should have like some Dota finals. No, I mean? like because that like I pro- I promise you I don't watch Dota at all. But come like but when they like, when it gets down to the the. The TI and they're good to get. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this shit. I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna watch this. Looks- <laughs> this motherfucker's about to win 1.6? Dead ass? For what? I don't I'm know what the fuck's going on, this but kid, I'm gonna watch. This kid hit the easy button after winning 1.6? <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna watch that. Like, no matter what it is, Just to see you the tell reaction, me some kid bro. winning 1.6, I'm watching it. Yeah, I, that's I, the way I, I do with I hated Fortnite, but when Booga was about to win that, I tuned in and I said, damn. Same. I was watching Booga dominate. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this kid's different. Like, this game, he got three kills and won the match. This kid is different. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm going to watch him win the money. Fuck it. That's actually incredible. This, these kid, I watched a kid in Fortnite win 25 racks and he didn't get a kill. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> what? Well, all right, Noah, thank you for the question, brother. Yeah, no problem. Also, J-Cap's the, the GOAT. Thanks for having me. J-Cap's the GOAT. All right. I'm sorry. Cap is the GOAT. Cap is one of the GOATs. Wait, this guy in the, in the chat said, people won't try in homestands if there's no money involved. That is the biggest cap. have to. I mean, look at the standings at- right now. Yeah, wait, why wouldn't you try? First of all, it's the best practice you're going to get. Secondly, not trying puts you at a disadvantage to win the 1.6 million. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Cash, all right. Cash, you there? Please be there. Yeah, I'm here. What's good, bro? What's your question? Uh, I just came in to ask, like, so based off, like, the announcement for Chance being online and everything and the top four being, like, two weeks apart, what are your guys' thought process on that? Because like, the, they said like the top four was like a weekend apart, so like, oh yeah, how are they supposed to I practice? Like, I like, uh, oh. I mean, th- that is tough, but I actually do like having every other huge major tournament isn't they like just that. one weekend. Like, yeah, they do that. They do that. It's like yeah, a thing in esports. I, I, I like, like that it. too. It's good for like monetizing the tournament, getting people involved, and dude, it's, it's just like up. having like think about it, it's right it now. It feels different. Think about COD right now. Like, think about just even a tournament weekend. Is like a month long. If you have a normal job and you're a normal person, it's very difficult to dedicate your entire weekend to watching COD nonstop. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, spacing it out, I think, is actually a really good idea. And it's something I've been thinking about ever since I was talking to, like, my IRLs. They were just like, dude, why, you guys have, like, an Olympics every two weeks. You know? Like, you just have so much going on. And, and you have to watch every single one to keep up. So, I kind of like how... Uh, champs is gonna be personally yeah i did too uh cash yep. rate Yo, wait, let me ask off. china question since now your chat the chat starting to upset me with this what, this, what this do they say? so chin yeah. did you try harder in the homestand because you could win like five grand or whatever it is you got for getting second or would you have gone the same hard regardless i would have tried just as hard regardless are people okay so, like, so that's that's coming from a professional player who actually played the fact that you guys don't think the players would try, they absolutely if there were no tries, they, they would absolutely try. Getting, First of all, hold on. Can, can I say something real quick? Me. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me say something real quick, chat. You think Skump gives a fuck if he wins the $8,000 for, for, for first place? He wants to win because he so wants ignorant. to win champs. They want to win champs, guys. These yeah, guys, exactly. like like the prize is very nice and it you want, does, you want, you it does want make it so... You want to get the best so, possible for champs. Yeah, and, and yes, like teams that can't make it into, you know, the top eight proceeding towards the end, like, yes, the prize is good for them to try to make a run and win, you know, stuff like that. Like the prize is added incentive, but it's all about champs, guys. It's 
they're gonna go hard regardless. That logic yeah. is so flawed. It's, it's the reason that you get paid <laughs> to try. <Yeah. laughs> that money, like with the, most of the starters in the league, I'm not gonna talk about contracts, but with most of the starters in the league, they don't even that bit of money for winning these things doesn't affect them. Yes, whatsoever. Yeah. So like. The fact that you're talking that you're saying that it wouldn't count as a chip, like the people are saying that is like because it's online, not because of the money involved. That is irrelevant. Like, All right, we only have like ten more minutes, so let's let's fire these up, okay, guys? Yo, Vonderhar Elite, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up, man? What's good, bro? What's your question? Hey, bro. So, like, first of all, like, I just want to shout out Elite because, like, Elite is like still the greatest player. You know, shout out Dallas this weekend. But uh, my question is for uh, Chino. Hello. Yo, what's up? Hey, so do you think like Selium being like really good at Call of Duty is the reason like why he's in a relationship? No. It's <laughs> like the money and like his face kind of built like a scuff controller. So like. <laughs> nah, that's just disrespectful. Like, I was literally nah. with that girl before he even had money. Okay, but like, like he's still he's still there though, right? What? Like, like the money, like, you know. You're just trolling at this point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't MC know. is a really, really cool dude. And All right, bro. Like, shout out Illy. <laughs> <laughs> he left the car after he said shout out Illy. He said shout out Wait, that was actually the most fitted. He was actually trolling, dude. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, he trolls you. This is the second time he come out here trolling. <laughs> Shout out. I was like, wait, uh, what? Oh, bro. Did you hear him get super close to his mic, too? He said, Chino. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got a question for you. So I'm like, <laughs> what's up? Like like controller. That is the meanest shit ever. I was like, no, nah, that's just it's it's a nice Yo, kid. Logical. What's up, man? Welcome to the show. What's good? What's good? What's up, man? Is you Spacely on a ringer? What? <laughs> sound like Spacely. How you doing, man? Where are you from? New Jersey? I'm from Canada. No, I'm from Toronto, actually. Oh, that sucks. Well, Toronto. Um, yeah, no, our <laughs> team sucks, bro. What's your question, bro? All right. So you guys have, like, I guess more of, like, an insider knowledge about, like, the, the scene, I guess. So I was wondering, like, with the AM scene, right? Don't you think they would die if they moved to PC? Because a lot of people probably couldn't afford a good enough PC to actually like play the game. They'll figure uh, out a way. To that's get a good them. question, but I mean, if you want to compete, you always figure out a way. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Consoles in the past were super fucking expensive. I want to say it's not like, like Amazon. Like a like you, lot figured, of you figured the fuck out. Other games. A lot of people have PCs now. Though. Like, but like, if you're like a good amateur player, like somebody who's actually like. Competing, like you have a PC, I feel Think like. about other esports. I mean, yeah. the question has been proved that's proven to really not matter much. Other esports have AM scenes, but yeah. I guess maybe like specifically to the COD scene, right? Because most of them are pretty broke. So. <laughs> I, think for, I think that goes for every single gaming scene that most yeah. of the yeah. non pros are pretty fucking broke. It's, yeah, it's, it's because you're gaming and you're not going to work and you're not making money, so you're probably broke unless your parents are supplying the shit for you. So it's like. I think what Gene said is true. Like they'll figure it out, and like Ann said, in other games, in all other games are not console games. The motherfuckers have computers. I think they'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I see what you mean though. Hundred yeah, so percent. Might take a little that'll bit for a transfer over. I remember when COD went to PS3. 
and I didn't have the money to get a PS3, <laughs> so I just didn't play. Actually, but I, no bullshit, I didn't play the first like two seasons. I think it was MW. Gotta sit that shit out. I didn't play it yet. I just literally didn't play because I didn't have it, and I had played COD all the entire time until this point. And there was a ton of people who didn't go like, I'm not buying a PS3, so I went yeah. to like a play and trade tournament. It was a free for all tournament. And I ended up winning it on PS3, actually. Some beat some bot there on it. And then I was like, oh, I can play on PS3 now. So you just got to figure out a way to make the ends meet. You know what I mean? You got yeah. yeah. to hustle it out. I literally drove an hour with one of my friends from home, went to a tournament, won a PS3 from a play and trade. So, like, they'll figure it out if they really want to pursue it. That's crazy. It. We're not going to like the PS5 isn't about to be, whatever they said, 800 bucks or some shit. Yo, by yeah, the way, me. Machete, thank you for the five gift. I can't mother. even afford that, bro. I'm not buying a PS5. Fuck How the heck mean. would... Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's drag uh, Ekaj in here. Yo, Ekaj, what's up, dude? Jake, Jake man. What's good, fam? What's good, brother? What's the question? Uh, I just want, I just wanted to ask everybody with the season winding down. Like, who do you guys think's the MVP right now? The season ended today. If it ended today, Selium. Pharaoh. Huh? Who would you say, Gene? I don't even know. Be real honest with you, I, I don't know. I don't know either. It's a weird question in this game because I don't think. I, I any, feel like. I, 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 I don't know. I don't feel like there's been like. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say Cell. Like. Yeah. Cell, like, like probably yeah. been the most standout player, like in this game, I would say. But MVP, like, I feel like bro, he's most like, valuable to the squad. What about Sky? I mean, I mean there's like. Eh. It's hard. <laughs> Honestly, it's not a disrespectful disguise. It's just that up until this update, it's been sub-driven. So it's like, how do you give it to one of the ARs? Like, I feel like Cell has been a flex, so he's been doing it all, and he's been literally good on point. top of his game the whole time. Cell's a good shout, man. I'll go Cell. We going all Cell. It, it's just, it's it's hard, you know? It's hard to, like, I don't know. It's hard to say when there's been, like, a lot of, like, there hasn't been, like, somebody super stand out. Like I would say. Yeah. What's your pick, Jake? Uh, I think Salium because he has all those freaking one v twos, five five randomly. Great, my heart is broke. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the question, Jake. All right, we got two more to get through, boys. Sway. All right. Sway in the mo- so, so, so. I ain't got the. You ain't got the answer, Sway. All right. Sway with an inexplicable head wrap. Four, three, two. One, Sway's not there. Yeah, he's gone. Yo, Tags. What's good, bro? Where are you from? Yo, uh, Tags? Unmute yourself, brother. Yo. <laughs> What's up? Yo. Where are you from? Can you hear me? Yo. Yeah. Yo. Uh, Chicago. Yo. Oh, yeah, turn off the turn off the stream, brother. Uh, the stream. What's the question, Tags? Uh, if you were to like, let's say somebody like, well, this is for a uh, Pac-Man and a uh, Nameless. Okay. Uh, someone like give you like a bet, like to go to champs, like through the AM team. Uh, if you had to pick like three players that retired, who would you pick? Retired players, T. Joe yeah. and Cr- and Crowder. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Karma. Karma. Oh. Uh, forgot, um, forgot Damon retired. DB3. 
Yeah, me too. I pick Karma. He barely counts, though. That's a cheap, cheap answer. Uh, Joe. Man, I don't know. What would it? What would we need, John? Because it's assuming me and John. If it's me and me and Ant, I definitely want to eat. And yeah, probably, we, I'd probably run... Would I run main, John? Me or you would have to run main, yeah. So I'd probably run main, and then we'd pick up... Study, probably. Oh, yeah, study. Teep, stud. Teep, stud, and Joe. Yeah, teep, stud, and Joe. No killer? Hell no. no. I couldn't deal with killer. I would lose my mind. I don't oh. know how people... <laughs> if it's specifically help. Black Ops 2, I'll take him. But thank you for the question, Tags. All right. Thank you for the... Right. Stainville? Uh, Absolutely not. Did, uh, did <laughs> Gersh type his question in chat? Oh, yeah. No, he said, so he said, he said, he's, he said he's ready, though. Oh, no. Oh, he is? Okay. Maybe we just go from Gersh to the last question into, Yo, into Gersh, his song. He is the last question. Gersh, what's All good? Right, there you go. What's good? Is this better? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, first of all, glad you guys like the song. <laughs> We're going to react to it with the stream. That works, yeah, perfect. Uh, so my question is that this year when we've seen teams making pickups, um, we've had veterans like not being taken in favor of younger players who are known to perform online, whereas like usually you consider veterans more because of lane experience, um, but now we're looking at players who fit the format. So after this season, do you think that these kinds of online format-specific players still stay on the roster? Uh, I think they'll be on teams because a lot of players that are good online – typically do well on land even if it takes a little bit of time i think the only player that's that really hasn't worked out with has been like blast and he's still like solid so i I think yeah i think yeah they they will they'll stick around it it depends like let's say if it stays 5v5 or goes 4v4 like there's been a lot of talk about that publicly i mean i don't know but i don't for the new guys the guys that are just now getting spots i don't know if it's the same for the guy like who's like Mac Melts, I, don't, I, have, I have a hard time believing that Mac Melts wouldn't be a starter next year. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't played one time on land in the pro scene. Awakening for sure, yeah. Awakening would at least get a chance to start yeah. on land yeah. before. I would say, too, another thing is, like, it depends on, like, how the gameplay is, too. Like, if they can adjust quickly to the new game. Like, think about the people that were pro last year who aren't pro anymore this year. Yeah. That, like, just showed up last year and were really good, but now this year they're... Maybe like maybe they're still just as good. Maybe they still have the team, but like they're just not here anymore. You know? Yeah. And it's. Like I, I think it's like people. People will get the good and like people that you see do well and actually mm-hmm. perform. They'll still stick around. But it's like the people that like I would say that have a chance of like getting kind of like let go are like the bottom, like bottom players. I say like the players on the bottom of the teams, like bottom league teams. Yeah. Well, thank you for the question, my brother. All right, thank you so much, uh, Chino. Real quick, mm-hmm. how many retweets for a scuff, bro? One trillion. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a great stream, guys. All right, Gersh. One uh, we have trillion. we have one last one. Blizzard. Blizzard wanted to ask this right. question. What's okay. the question, Blizzard? Quick, bro. Quick. We got we're 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 pinched. Clown of the week, bro. It's so can y'all hear me? Chat. Yeah. What's the question, sure. Blizzard? My guy. My question is for all three of you, uh, but for mainly Pac-Man. Okay. How did 
Helium and Priesta win the Warzone 2v2 when they clearly did not have the advantage uh, from Clayster and Krennic. Why what do you mean they didn't have the advantage? What do you mean? How did they? What do you mean they didn't have the advantage? They were up top, and the circle went towards them. Yeah, I was them. about to say they, they were had every advantage in the book. What the hell are you talking about? They almost got outplayed. They on top? Yeah, they were up top. Yeah, they got double. They got down. They almost literally lost. Yeah, they almost <laughs> choked. Yeah, Dude, you guys are right. Actually, <laughs> All right, Blizzard. Dude. I have a question. Wait, are you are you high right now? <laughs> why was that basic? Why was that meant for me? Yeah, Blizzard's not answering. He left. He's cooked, dude. Uh, yeah, that guy's, that guy's baked. <laughs> Yo, chat. Thank you guys so Yo, what much is, for what the What does Expose say? That guy's got to change his bong water or whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> for real, that guy is baked. Well, yo, for, I got to do some shout outs quick, boys. I shout out to, to our, our partner, Prediction, for supporting us week in, week out. Appreciate you guys. Also, if you guys want to watch this, you know, someplace else other than iTunes, Spotify, our YouTube, or Twitch, you can check out UMG TV. It's also VOD is available there if you like their um, platform. And also shout out to Ben Nissim for helping us out and supporting the podcast, being our scuffed producer. And then <laughs> Chino, thank you for coming on, my bro. Yes, sir. There it's Keith. Yo, um, I wish you nothing but good luck and good fortune, my bro. You're a great guy. And we got to listen to this song together, so I'm going to drop this shit in the chat for everybody. Uh, we're going to listen to this, react to it, and then we're going to sign out of the stream, bro. That was good. We don't have a clown of the week, bro. This is just like... You can't... It's not harder in online times, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, People aren't saying nothing. Any... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, Gersh, the guy that asked the question, he made a rap song to be the theme song of the podcast, and I dropped it in the chat. So, uh, John and Chino, are you guys at zero? Because we need to honestly react oh, we, to it. Oh, I thought you were going to play it through the stream, but okay. Wait, you can't hear yeah, it. Yeah, I'm on zero. All right. Uh, let me know when you guys are at zero. Uh, you guys listen on the stream chat, but let me know when you're at zero, Pack Chin. Give me yeah, a I'm second. Good. Give me a second. You got to play it I... and like, pause it at one, actually, because Twitter video. Oh, we're playing it off. Two. Okay, okay, okay. We're going off one, right? Yeah. All right. Let me know when you guys right. are ready. I'm Sorry. Good. I'm good. All right. Countdown, John. Three, two, one, go. All right, guys. This is the uh, not official but potential podcast theme song if you guys think it's good enough, right? So we need a... Uh, Robo 6. Go we need a thumbs up or a thumbs down for the, the song, guys. This was the guest, cause tonight we'll be talking. Came with the ant and the pack and the cotton. Asking the questions about running and pushing the gun. Be brief like you came with a rocket. We chillin' on Ray, but we still get to bottom. Fan base is solid, they cap with the comments. Choose your words wisely, cause you know they watching. It's 30 kills, sleep where you gon' get the mileage. If you watch live, sub it online like this man, why they've been done it. Well, make you a sniff like you wait till you're young. Swoopin' like a raven, that shout out to London. They envy me like the team that ain't warm with. He got big like the season the huntsman. OG like LA now cast me running. Made an empire so ill when he's stunned. Hey, gonna have a small chat. Got caught in all that. Got fans and they lit. Cause we in the podcast. Yeah. Go ahead and call back. Yeah. We live on broadcast. Hey. Got packing nameless. Yeah. This yeah. is the podcast. Gonna have a small chat. Yeah. Got caught in all that. Hey. Got fans and they lit. Cause yeah. we in the podcast. Yeah. Go ahead and call back. Hey. We live on broadcast. Hey. Got packing nameless. Hey. This is the 
right, I'm going to pause it there. Yo, Gersh, man. First, I want to say, I think it's awesome that you like the podcast so much that you made a song for it, bro. I thought the shit actually kind of moved, no lie. I thought he was moving on the track. At least, like, in that chorus part. You know what I'm saying? What y'all thinking? Uh, chat. Sorry. So, first off, let me say, Gersh, thank you. That's actually pretty lit that you did that. That's a lot of work. Secondly... On the internet, all these kids are always gonna roast. I yeah, and y'all page. can't make a song because they're, they're not doing shit. It's easier. It's much easier to roast than it is to do stuff. Facts. Yeah. So, okay. Gersh saying people lyrics. I think my critique is that it could have been mixed better so that the yeah, people could, could hear, hear the lyrics easier. Yeah, that that was that was one thing I was trying to like listen to his lyrics. Like I was, I literally had my hand on my <laughs> on my yeah. headset, like trying to push it closer. Well, yo. Thank you for the song, man. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. As always, you can catch us on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. Make sure you guys leave a like if you're on any of those platforms and turn notifications on. For those of you tuning in live, thank you so much for tuning in week in and week out. We'll see you guys next week. Much love and appreciation. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.